0: Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at CityLifelancing.com. You belong here. Here's today's message. Hello, City Life. Good to see you on the last day of 2023. I'm old enough to remember when... 1999 was a real year, and we thought the world would end when 2000 hit, but for sure we thought we'd be flying in cars like the Jetsons, but here we find ourselves 23 years later than that. Thank you so much for bringing out the table, and yet technology has advanced really far, and there's even more to come, and I thought it would be further, but there is one that stays the same no matter what year, no matter what season, and that's Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's good news for us. Hebrews 13, 8 records that because on some level, even though there is always change happening, we need the cornerstone to anchor us, calibrate us, and position us. But as people, we are changing. And we're not just changing, we're being transformed into the image of God. As followers of Jesus, our goal is to let him make us like him. And how do we do that? Because right now we might already think, well, what do I have to do to become like Jesus? And it's quite the opposite. How do I receive or surrender to become like Jesus? So today we find ourselves exiting one year and entering a new one. And the way we exit a season, is how we enter a season. There might be some things that we don't want to carry over in our lives into 2024 as the Lord is transforming us. And as we let go and we let God, He can do a good work. Today as a body, we're going to remember and look back. We're gonna celebrate what God has done. We're also gonna dedicate our lives before the Lord, as we look to activate what he wants to do in the future. And yet today is about what God has done in city life. I would encourage you to do this personally, maybe in your family. If you're like me, you could focus too much on the future or what was wrong about the past. And there is much to improve for sure, but none of us are perfect, God is. And yet the tomorrow, of our lives is not promised, today is. So, how do we live in the moment? How do we live right here, right now? So, I pray that this exercise that you would uh, go on this journey today with me as your tour guide, but that it would also hopefully permeate into your own life. That we would, I find my wife many times, she'll have a picture pulled up of something that the kids did and a moment or a memory, and sometimes she'll send it to me in text and it does something sweet to my soul just by exists. God takes care of the whole world. So he has the future in his hands as well. Ecclesiastes talks about how there's different seasons. In chapter three, it says there's an occasion for everything. There's a time for every activity under heaven. There's a time to give birth. There's a time to die. There's a time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build a time to weep and a time to laugh, There's a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing, a time to search and a time to count as lost, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sew, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate a time for war, and a time for peace. Even next year, there will be different times that each one of us are in. But as I reminded us at the beginning, there's one who stays the same, Jesus. And may he be the center of our whole lives that we would lose it all for him, to gain more of him. And as we then spend time with him, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 tells us this, we all with unveiled faces as looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. That is from the Lord who is the Spirit. And what happens when we're in Christ and we spend time abiding with Christ, you might not feel like you're growing, but just as if you haven't seen a child for a little while and then you run into them, like, whoa, you grew so big. The child didn't feel like they were growing unless they hit a massive growth spurt. For the most part, the the change is incremental. You can barely see it. Very similar, I think, oftentimes with our spiritual lives. So I pray that our expectations would be in a way that we want to be with Jesus, be like Jesus, and then do what Jesus wants us to do. And as we enter this new year, we're doing that with thanksgiving, we're doing that with praise, we want to be unified as a body, and as we remember what God did in this body today, you'll see the year-end report, and there, this will be a lot of the, the, the front, the, the front row, the highlights, what is public, but the private tears God was present for. There's private uh, battles that, that we have served one another that no one saw. And today, though, is a glimpse of maybe the, 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 the mountaintop experiences. I also want to give a disclaimer that there is much behind the scenes as we're walking through the valleys with one another as well. So now, without further ado, let's dive into and remember and celebrate what God has done this past year. As we did this exercise as a team, preparing this content, there was so many times we said, that wasn't this year, was it? It was. We didn't savor the flavor enough. So we thought, man, we need to do this on a Sunday so we can pause and savor the flavors and remember. All right, so 2023 report, this will go out as uh, with the financials once those are all compiled for year end. I'm gonna lead us in uh, our last year end giving at the end of service today. And then for all of the members or the emails we have on file, and then this will also go publicly linked on our website. There's a new website in the queue right around the corner that you'll hear more about as well. So this material will be be there, and then also released with the financials next couple weeks. I'm not going to put the team, uh, it could be as early as next week, it could be a couple weeks, we'll give them a little bit of grace space. All right, so we kick this off, there's a letter from yours truly, and then we dive right into the gatherings and groups. We gather together, and we grow together in groups, and we go together to love the city one life at a time. We are a good news church, loving the city one life at a time. And we spent a lot of time this year breaking down what that meant. And you could go back and revisit that in the sermon archive. There is the vision mag that is at the Connect Center and then also online on our website to really know who we are and what the good news, the gospel of Jesus, and how that is the answer to everything we do. We're not a program church. We're a good news church on Jesus' finished work. And then from that place, we are love to love into the region he's called us in, Lansing, the 517 in the world. And that one is the biggest number. It's not in the massive things we do, but it is the intimate moments that no matter what person we're with, that's the most important person on the planet in that particular moment. And we've all been given just a dash on this planet and we want to make it count, amen? And that's time. So that's who we are. Then the letter uh, gives us a little bit of that. And then we dive right into what's the report for our gathering and groups. We hit uh, new highs this year by having 520 in weekly gatherings and 47 online. And how we track our online numbers is those who that are online during the service, there is then a residual... Uh, metrics that people watch later, but we took the conservative uh, number for that. And then Kid City had 111 kids back there every single week on average. And I don't want us to just like go about, like that is a big deal. Why? Because that's 521s. That's 47 ones. That's also 111 kids that Jesus said, let the kids come to me. I'm like, okay, I'll get it numbered. No, no, no. I know we all have felt needs, but let's celebrate what God has done this year. And then the highlight year, uh, or highlight Sundays of this past year had to have been Baptism Sundays. We had 131 people get baptized. We had 31 child dedications. Now, to put this in perspective... You know, there's a lot of uproar about whatever happened in the Lions game last night. I I plan to watch the ending, and as controversial as it was, I do know that it was 2019 against the Cowboys, and of course, uh, there must have been something crazy that happened, because uh, who's the coach? Not Jerry Jones, but who's the coach that got honored at halftime? Jimmy Jones? Jimmy Jones? Johnson, Jimmy Johnson. So Jimmy Johnson gets honored at halftime, so of course the Cowboys are gonna win under something controversial. But, but I know this, that it, it, it is blowing up the feed this week, this, this morning, blowing it up. And to think of the energy and passion, and I, look, I love sports. I can talk almost in a way that I wish I knew my Bible as much at times, because I was studying sports before I was think I was even conceived, you know. I come from a family that we X's and O's, stat sheet, I, you name it. But what I, what I want us to just fathom for a moment is 131 baptisms represent people that have went public for Jesus that no longer will spend eternity separated from God, but will spend eternity winning with God. Like, what? What? Then Easter Sunday happened, we had 1382 1382 people come that Sunday. What what it's been said that your big Sundays are a reflection of your impact in the region. So in one sense, it's like well, wait, our average weekly isn't that. Well, Jesus, he dealt with this too. He had crowds, and then not everyone always wanted to stay. And and then you preach the good news all the time. And the, those big Sundays, that if somebody's coming, like you know, crester reality, maybe they were forced or they came for a party or whatever the reason. They're hearing the good news of Jesus. But that 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 total is a reflection of our impact in the region. Now, maybe some came because they loved, they heard about a helicopter uh, Easter egg drop, and I, I'm not sure. And all those amenities are peripheral. They're in a distant second to what we want to do, which is to celebrate that Jesus lives. But this Sunday was legendary. And our kids minister, Modesto, who was in a bunny costume, rode in a helicopter from Mason and then had bags and bags of Easter candy eggs filled and then dumped them out of the helicopter and kids went and the weather was perfect. It was awesome. It was awesome Sunday. And you see the pictures of the party afterwards. That is a few highlights of what took place during the gatherings on Sunday. And then after the Sundays, we had four semesters or sessions of groups. In groups, this is a a metric we look at to say, okay, what is happening after Sunday? What is happening after the music stops or the event? Are people growing? Are people being discipled? This was the largest uh, uh, attended groups on average we've ever had as a church. And that tells us that people are hungry People have a desire to connect relationally, relationally with God and with each other. This is beautiful. So, we had 15 groups average per session with 292 people in groups, y'all. Give it up for that. We celebrate. In my mind, I pictured I just had a kazoo and I was like, ah, ah. you what? amen. Let's go. If anyone wants to run and get a kazoo for the second service from the dollar store, JK, just kidding, just kidding. We had 21 days of prayer. This was one of the events we did in the year. It had uh, 15 speakers. We had 80 people. We, uh, on average, we dropped our own prayer and fasting guide. And then this year, we're going to point everyone to Church of the Highlands, 21 days of prayer. We'll be sending that email out in the next week. So be on the lookout for that. And again, it is a plug that we would love to have your email active. And if it's not active, you can fill it out on the Connect card. You can fill it out online, or you can go meet somebody out in the hallway. It's a way to stay communicative. Uh, in connect and in sync for us to communicate with you about what is taking place here. Now we move to Kid City, where you at? Let's go, right here, the future's right here. They're having fun, it's a safe environment for them to be themselves and also be safe physically, spiritually, and for them to grow in Jesus. It's all about Jesus back there. And they want the one, Kid to know they're loved, belong, and have purpose. And there's an amazing team that are in little kids, mid kids, and big kids. So Kid City goes from zero infant all the way to fifth grade. And then we welcome the sixth graders in here. Now, a lot of times you'll have people serving one or attending one, or you'll have our kids in one service in here and then also back in a service back there. So you play the game how you want to on offense. Here's the Kid City stats you have the kids' camp that took place, 80 kids came, 70 volunteers. We had the Kid City Sunday. Was one of my favorite Sundays watching the games take place and watching how the uh, leaders got mad about who won the game hitting the volley or it was the beach ball and it had to go all the way back to the back row and then come all the way to the front row. And then there was two out of three whoever won, but the leaders were the ones beefing. And uh, it was just fun to watch that whole Sunday in every way. Our media team here is legendary, one of one, we God's gifted so many different people in this church as artists, but that they long to tell the story of what God is doing here. Our media philosophy when it comes to marketing is Jesus doesn't need marketing. He's more than enough, period. But if you're gonna market anything and try to do it to the best of your ability, then the good news is worth marketing. Now, in short form, format galore nowadays. There's no way that we can compete, nor are we supposed to compete with all of the cutting-edge technology day-to-day. No, no, no. That's not... But the, but the other side is the church is called to be the head, not the tail. So there's this tension that we don't, we don't want to be like the Babylonian way. We're not uh, in the world. Um, uh, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And we don't want to mimic the world, but we need to use these tools that God has given. So we don't see technology as bad. We see all things that can be used for the glory of God, and media being one of those things. And our philosophy is to be it, do it, and tell it. Now tell it, is this, the media team has got the easy job. They just tell it. What's going on? What's, what are we doing? But does our doing flow from our being? If you've got to fabricate and muster up something and cook up some type of, uh, you know, marketing plan, well, it's backwards. Who are you? What are you doing? And then we'll just highlight that. And then in the highlighting that, there's also some custom projects that the media team dreams up. And one of those was to come out with some short form stories for people to give some testimonies about things that went on in their life. And some brave souls shared for some of them for the first time ever what they had went through in these videos we called My Moment that we dropped right around Easter. Those are still online. There's a playlist on our YouTube page that you can go revisit. And the team would love it that you would savor the flavors. Go back there. Hear Ashton's story, why? Devin talks about clouded. Johnny, surrender. You have Tina, Trina, Modesto, Rossi, and Victoria. And it is amazing the way the media team led the My Moment videos. Absolutely incredible. We We threw a... one plus commentary released here where we rented out celebration cinemas and we had 250 people come to hear the good news of Jesus through the one project and this project was it was not only a life passion work but it's a, it's a collective of many different voices, many different people, many different dollars, many different yeses of us all together and that this one story uh, one project would point to the ultimate one story which is how do we be one with God and one with Each other. And so it was really cool. It's not every day that a church gets to take over Celebration Cinemas. That happened. And Celebration, they they were jaw to the floor a little bit, because when they heard a church was doing it, and I don't know what the stigma or taste is out there, and I'm not saying that they've had bad experience with churches, but they just kept saying, are you sure? How is this going to work? This is a church event. What do you mean? And we're like, "Uh, here, watch some of the clips. Then they watched it, and they they wanted to be a part of it. There were so many of the workers coming down and bringing popcorn. It was such a fun time. We also, to kick off the project, we had the, uh, this was a throwback, because we didn't include this. We didn't savor the flavors. We rented out the Eli Broad to kick off this project. And so we had that whole museum there. And it was a special night that we dedicated. And then we raised funds towards the Block, uh, block Pastor Initiative. So let's give it up for the media team. Come on. What's up? You guys good? All right. Love the city. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Love the city has grown this past year, and it's because of many different people saying, I am loved, and I want people to know they're loved. No strings attached. And Love the City has a starting five. We'll focus on three, three of them here uh, that are Activated the other, the other two, the starting five, another topic, another day that we're still working on behind the scenes of how that strategy holistically can serve the one. But the three things that we'll highlight today is events, the schools, and then care through homes. So the first is the events. The Love the City Week is that wide paintbrush where we go out and just let people know they're loved. And this has been a highlight every year And this past year, we raised the most dollars we'd ever raised—sixty-five thousand dollars. We had the most volunteers we'd ever had—two hundred eighty-five volunteers that did ninety-one projects, had three thousand heart bags passed out, and three hundred groceries passed out. Love the City Week! Come on. (laughs) And next, you see the party. And then some of the events in the, the truck then weekly was at four different locations for block parties for an hour of power at Foster, Ferris, Summer Place, Risedale that totaled up 30 block parties. And then the ice cream truck went out into the neighborhoods with the ice cream song playing and handed out 5,000 free ice cream to kids. And that's amazing. That comes through all of our generosity. Now we're working on different fundraising and. Uh, initiatives outside of City Life, but City Life, we have been funding this the whole time. So that's amazing. That comes out of our missions dollars to say, we want to give back to the city. So every time that dollars are given, this is how then we go back out there. And it just gives you a little highlight. Uh, It doesn't do it justice by any stretch of the imagination, but that is the event side. And then we move to the schools. We... We're at lunches. We did recess volunteering. We did tutoring. We did mentoring. We did back-to-school kickoffs and end-of-the-year kickoffs to send people into the summer. And there was so many different people that volunteered with that. We did assemblies at Geyer and Lansing Christian. And the schools, one of the maybe mistakes that we could make is say, well, we're in Lansing Public Schools only volunteering as a church. And does that mean that we have to go to public schools if we're a part of this church. No. (laughs) We just serve there as a team, as a collective, because it's the city right in front of our face and it's the public schools where it's the most concentrated amount of human beings and then the need is so great and we want to be present where life exists and we want to do for one what we wish we could do for all, but our dream for schools is public, private and homeschool partnerships that everyone would see each other as one. So get in where you fit in, but you got to start somewhere. So don't feel the weight of of like, well, if I'm here, I need to go to Lansing Schools schools. No. That's not what we ever said. We do, though, have an emphasis on the next generation because the future is the kids. And so we want to be present where kids are 30 hours a week. No wonder we can't make a difference because we're thinking an hour of power on Sunday is going to change their life. It's not. So if you've ever been a part of serving the schools, you realize it's not them that benefit, it's us that benefit. And so if you still want to serve in the schools, that's always, they're always taking uh, people in. We're super passionate about it just because it keeps the kid alive inside of us. But then you, it, just kids, they don't care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. And this, this year, the team has done an outstanding job uh, being present In the schools. Next, we have different community partner events that we were a part of. Uh, There's a lot of them there. I won't go into all of them, but these partner events are, we either sent people, we sent dollars, or our truck uh, was, or even the the stage or the sound equipment was given to any of these type of events, and even hosted the facilities here. There's many different strategic uh, partnerships we did. Uh, Let's give it up for the events. and the schools. All right, next up, we wrestled with the, this one because now we're putting public online for the first time. Uh, one of our initiatives that has always been near and dear to our heart, but knowing that when you put it public, then somebody can know and go knock on a door and be like, okay, where's that home at? Well, uh, our block pastor home strategy, we've been able to, for the first time ever, have two homes that are being used for the glory of God under a Jeremiah 29 model that to seek the welfare of the city and to be present right there and to move into the neighborhood like Jesus did and to just stay and say, we're here, we love you. And in this first home, we've had four men living in this house and we had a family donate the home. Then we renovated the home. Then we put a gym in the backyard that some of the kids in the neighborhood helped build. And that gym is open. That kids in the neighborhood come, and that this house has now become and just just it's become a light and such such a just a powerful display of God's love, and unlocking what He wants to do, not just in a building, but everywhere, everywhere life exists. So, if we really want to see sustainable change and long term, uh, you know, growth and. Transformative power, it's going to come from proximity. So, we're so grateful for the first home that on the bottom picture here, there's a little thing on the wall, and it just basically says how this home is a place of freedom. It's a place for the one to be loved. And in this home, and I'm not going to share everything, but there's one thing that I, I will share. There was a drive by shooting. And that was one of the, uh, I guess, passions of the family that donated it is to say, hey, let's put some uh, people that are on mission for the Lord in this place uh, because this has been a, a volatile location at different moments and not to say that there's dry every day or whatever. But So there was a bullet casing that was left in the drywall when we were renovating the place and we decided to leave that hole on the wall, and we framed it, and we said, remember why. We don't fight with weapons, we fight with love. And so I'm so grateful for the men that have been living in this house. We've seen people get baptized from this neighborhood. We've seen many different people come uh, to church from this neighborhood, and it's real close to one of the block parties that takes place every single week, that's home one. Home two. This was a deep labor of love where we bought a home here on the south side, but the home we were gonna renovate was just hit. And we decided to leave things better than how we found it. And there's not, there's not a lot of organizations that are demoing places and then rebuilding them to love the neighborhood. And that doesn't make financial sense all the time, but do for one what we wish we could do for all. We got into the house it needed too much work, so we demolished the house. And then we decided, okay, well, let's. What would be the next best thing if the Lord comes back? Well, let's build a new house. And this is where uh, some of the interns are going to live this year. So you see these two homes. We considered selling the second house, and since it didn't, uh, it didn't. No one, no one bought it. So it was like, okay, Lord, what are you saying? Because uh, initially we were gonna put a staff member in there, but that was when it was renovated for just a hundred thousand dollars. But once you, you know, put significant more funds into that, it's like, okay, whoa. This is uh, quite a big endeavor now, but how do we steward what God wants to do? So now we have shifted the use to the interns. So there's interns that are about to move in that house with an intern home leader. And this is a part of what goes on. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. But for you to know that Love the City is alive and active in many different ways from events to schools, but also we care. So we're present and we want to live there. Proximity. So let's give it up for what God is doing in the homes. Now, if you want to learn more about this in the future, I would encourage you be a, become a member this next year if you aren't. And we're gonna start doing member huddles, and they will take place after services. Probably do four of them next year is the goal quarterly, and get into a little rhythm where there'll be Q&A. there'll be uh, different things of just hey, what is going on, and how do we have input and how do we get more involved? And, and then also with the new website coming out, that's gonna give a lot more clarity for the calendar because the, it's easy to go fast when there's a few of us, but when there's a lot of us, we have to be sensitive to, to go together and far, and that's just gonna be slower. So. There's freedom to be fasted individually, like you are love the city everywhere you go, but collectively as a body, we're gonna to continue to have to be strategic and lean in and learn more of how our collective yes can transform Lansing 517 in the world, one life at a time. Friends, this was the 2023 year-end report. <laughs> I tried to do my best as a communicator and with the visuals, but nothing hits like a video. In the service, the goal there was to remember and celebrate. And for the next 18 minutes, the goal would be to dedicate and activate. Dedicate not only the glory to the Lord alone for what took place in 2023, but also dedicate our lives, this church, to exit in a posture of complete control to you, God. We dedicate our lives as we enter 2024. God, we dedicate our lives to you. And we pray through dedication that would activate our lives for full veto power for God alone. I don't want to build the house in labor and vain if the Lord's not building it. So I don't want to assume anything I'm doing that God is breathing life into. I need to stop, pause, say, hey, God, where am I at? Is this for me? Is this for you? Is this what you want? Because when we plant and we water and God makes it grow, that will last and all of our works will be tested by fire. That's not to scare us. It's just to say, I think there's something so much, so much more than the world has to offer that God can invite us into when we let go and we let God have full control. This will be the last opportunity to give today through midnight to the Heart for the House offering. The Heart for the House offering is a $200,000 goal to one invest in the workers here to increase their compensation and then secondly to meet the intern scholarship requests and just three weeks ago we were at $21,000 and today we're at $109 and $851 so for what's left in our goal is $90,149 now in one sense, you're like, there's only one day left. What if we don't hit the goal? If we don't hit the goal, we still got God. We're still going to steward what he's given us. We're going to be faithful and we're going to act in faith. So today there's still a day. So we're going to act in faith that God will still move in a way on someone's heart to help close the gap. But if the gap isn't closed, We will steward what He has given us. We are grateful for every dollar. None of this was possible this past year without everyone's generosity. So I want you to hear loud and clear. Thank you. Thank you. Every penny, every dollar, every 100, every 1,000, it all adds up as we would steward what God has given us, that we would invest in what He's doing, His local church, and that we're seeing His kids come back home. This is good news. There's a few ways that you can give here today. And you can also give online to, uh, for Heart for the House throughout the end of the day. And the giving total will go till midnight. And then if dollars don't come in for Heart for the House, after, if it came in tomorrow, those would just get allocated towards 2024. So just to understand from an accounting standpoint. The ways to give here is online at citylifelansing.com. There's a church center app that you can download, learn a lot about us. You can text the amount to 84321. And then also, as the team, we'll pass buckets in just a moment that you can give cash, card, or check. And we're going to dedicate this offering to the Lord, obviously. Everything is His, but I'm excited what's on the other side is we're going to dedicate our lives through worship to the Lord. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the opportunity to be a part of what you're doing. God, we pray that our hearts would be connected to your mission. That even right now, you would increase our love for each other by understanding your love that you have for us. We thank you, God. the opportunity to be a part of what you're doing. We pray that you'll use every dollar to advance your kingdom today and that we would give joyfully. We dedicate this last offering of 2023 to you and that greater works will be done that the best is yet to come. The best is now because we got you but we also trust you in faith to activate even more. We submit and we commit to your leadership. And we pray this in the powerful name of Jesus and all of God's people said, amen. today and you would say, there's something that I just, I I need to let go of. It could be just control. It could be a sin habit. It could be resentment, bitterness. If you're here today and you would say, there is something I got to let go of for 2024 and I don't want to hold on to it anymore, and I just want to give it to the Lord and cast it to the Lord. Will you raise your hand? I want to know who I'm praying for. I want you to look around. Look at all these hands raised. You're not alone. You're not alone. And as we worship this song, one, we're surrendering to the Lord. God, we want you to have full control. But if you also want to make a step, I want to invite you that maybe today would be the day that let's activate new to let go of something old that if you're willing to if you rose your hand will you come up here and let's worship together and let's get closer to God as we get closer to each other look it's okay I said look a lot of you raised their hand but no one wants to get up it's like come here come on let's just get up like come on up here let's get close there you go thank you just let's get closer I really believe the Lord's gonna do something in this moment. You can stay in your seat, but I also believe he might be asking us to let go of something and even our pride, even the way people view us, even the way like, what is the opinions of mankind? Who cares? He's the only one that's gonna fill us up, amen? So let's worship. We don't invite anybody to come up front. You can gather around, we can kneel and let's just praise God as we exit 2023 and we enter 2024. He's the only one that's gonna fill us up. listening to the city life lansing podcast loving you and loving the city one life at a time to get connected learn more and invest financially go to citylifelansing.com you belong here